Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Wednesday, April the 20th, Wednesday in the octave of Easter. Our reading comes by way of the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 24, verses 13 through 35. In many ways, it's a familiar story, and in many ways, it also captures our own particular journey in this time after Easter. Remember that no one is really an eyewitness. There's not an eyewitness account of Jesus' uh, resurrection. There's no cameras, there's no film, there's no witnesses standing there seeing the stone being rolled back and Jesus coming out of the tomb. For the next 40 days, it will be a time of appearances, And the appearances are not normal kinds of appearances. Very often, Jesus simply appears in their midst. But it is an appearance of a real, live uh, Jesus uh, in the flesh. Uh, The bodily resurrection did indeed take place, as we say in the Creed. And he rose from the dead and we believe in a bodily resurrection. And so the appearances that are recorded in the New Testament uh, show Jesus uh, as being with them, and yet at the same time, Jesus is also now resurrected and filled with the glory of the Holy Spirit. And sometimes they recognize him, and sometimes they don't. Uh, Jesus speaks with them. He eats with them. Uh, He has communion with them. And that really brings us to our reading, which is the disciples on the road to Emmaus. This is after uh, the Good Friday and after that first Easter when the women have reported to the disciples uh, what has happened at the tomb, Mary Magdala and, and the other women who were there. And uh, the whole of Jerusalem is abuzz with this talk that Jesus has been raised from the dead or that somebody took the body and so on. So it's very much the topic of conversation. And in this particular instance, uh, the two disciples are walking uh, towards uh, a village named Emmaus which is seven miles from Jerusalem. And they're discussing everything that happens. Uh, And as they are uh, walking and discussing and so on, uh, Jesus approached and began to walk with them. However, they were restrained from recognizing him. And he said to them, what are you discussing as you go on your way? And they were very uh, shocked and surprised at this. And they said, are you the only one in uh, Jerusalem who doesn't know the things that happened? And Jesus says, "Uh, what things? And they say, the things having to do with Jesus, a prophet powerful in word and deed. Uh, And he was looked to uh, by all the people except the chief priest and the leaders. They delivered him to death, crucified him. And we were hoping that he was the one who would set Israel free. 
<clears throat> and then they go into what, ha- what the women had reported. Well, of course, Jesus did set them free. He set the whole human race free by his death and resurrection. Not a freedom from the clutches of Rome and Caesar or Pilate, a deeper, more eternal freedom. Freedom from the slavery to sin and death, the clutches of Satan. And uh, so these disciples are not really believing all of this, and in fact, they're rather depressed. And they're just, they feel disappointed that evidently this was not the Messiah that they had been hoping for. And at this point, Jesus says, what little sense you have, slow to believe what the prophets have announced, that the Messiah had to enter into his glory, but he also had to suffer, would be put to death. And as they began to depart, uh, Jesus, while he's walking with them, had interpreted all of the scriptures in the Old Testament in relation to himself. And as they're getting ready to part ways, uh, they ask him that if they could stay with him, no, I'm sorry, that they could um, have him stay with, it, with them. And they say, stay with us. It is nearly evening, and the day is practically over. So he went to stay with them. And when they were eating, and they served the bread, Jesus broke the bread, gave thanks, the blessing, distributed the bread. And in that fellowship, they said to one another, were not our hearts burning inside as he talked to us? on the road, and explain the scriptures to us. It is in the reading of the scriptures and in the breaking of the bread, the holy word of God and in the Eucharist, the table fellowship, that they recognize him in the breaking open of the meaning of the word and in the breaking and giving thanks for the bread. And they were greeted with, the Lord has been raised, it is true. He has appeared to Simon. And they recounted what had happened on the road and how they came to know him in the breaking of the bread. It is in our celebration, our offering of the holy sacrifice of the Mass, in the breaking open of God's word and sacred scripture and the liturgy of the word, and in receiving the body and blood of Christ in the Eucharist, the liturgy of the Eucharist, together, that we come to recognize Jesus. And Jesus has table fellowship with us in his word and in the giving of his very self. So during this particular time in these days after Easter, we may wonder, well, I'm disappointed. Nothing's really changed. Uh, It's the same old, same old, back to the daily grind and so on. But that's not really true. A, A new, totally new era has opened, an eternal era. 
in which God visited his people in his very Son. And he abides with us in the Word and in the Eucharist itself, in the very body and blood of Christ. It is to us to open ourselves each day to God's Word, to receive the Eucharist, and then we can recognize him in the breaking of the bread, that he is indeed risen. And one day, in God's good time, we shall see him as he is in that banquet of eternity where we shall be with God for all eternity. God bless you.